Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 1923 Main Street. Home of the Disney Travel Podcast with the latest Disney Travel news. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellabratic. And I'm Amelia Bellabratic. And today, a trip report from our most recent vacation to Walt Disney World. What's new? What's changing? And what are the most important things you should know? And I think we should start off with Merry Christmas as it is, or Happy Holidays, whatever you're celebrating, because it is that week of the year. Oh, certainly. Well, it definitely is a Disney World. Yeah, and we just returned from Disney World and... Uh, I think it's quite amazing, actually, the number of things we noticed or saw, and that's what we want to talk about. It's not just a trip report about what we did. We don't do those kind of trip reports. We do, hmm, what we learned. We talk to cast members and other things, and this is our favorite time of year, so we love going at this time of year. And let's start off with an easy thing that really struck us that we noticed was lots of Disney merchandise on sale. Well, to a degree. Lots of last year's Disney merchandise on sale. Yeah, but here's the thing we noticed. First of all, you never see that. There are are no sales at Disney World, right? You rarely see things on sale. What we notice is all over the place, things that were marked and significantly marked down, like something that was... 50 is now 20. Yeah, something exactly like that. And Although I did notice a pair of the new Minnie Mouse ears that were marked down from this year. That was interesting. Yeah, so this is really different. Like This is significant that Disney's doing sales stuff. And another thing we noticed, something sort of, Amelia, you just alluded to is... These are the kind of items that we usually would find where? At Character Warehouse. Yeah, if you've ever been to the discount, the Character Warehouse at the Vineland Outlet Malls, this is the kind of stuff and these prices that are normally there. So now they're just doing it in store, which I think is a great idea. And I have a theory about why they're doing it. Well, you're probably right. So let's hear what you have to say. I think they're doing this to counteract the eBay pirates who really have destroyed Character Warehouse, just coming in there and causing a mess and loading carts. And it's, you know, I I don't like it personally. And so I think now they're doing this where they can much easier limit quantities and give guests, just normal guests like you and me, the discount on these items. You know, for all we know, we didn't go there this trip. These same items are there still, but there's an awful lot of them. And there's even something else to pay attention to. Well, I would still be interested to learn whether the prices are the same if they're at Character Warehouse, cheaper, or is Disney undercutting them? It's hard for me to believe they'd be cheaper, like the example you just gave, 50 to 20, and I saw 80 to 30. And these are good things if you want. A lot of them was like Disney 100, because it's coming to an end, so they're clearing it out. And that's why we normally would see that stuff move to Character Warehouse. But there were other things that weren't dated like that, that were on sale, dramatically marked down, just things they want to move. So thank you, Disney. I like that you're doing it on site is the first thing I'd say. Yeah, for sure. But we do have a Disney travel tip for you along these lines. Yes. Not all items are discounted equally across Walt Disney World Resort. For example, if you're in the high traffic, very busy Magic Kingdom Emporium, you might find the same item for more expensive than if you were at the slightly less busy Disney Springs. Yeah, we noticed at Creation Shop and the Emporium, there were these discounted red little dots. But when we went to Disney Springs and the Marketplace and even World of Disney, we noticed there was way more. So the tip is, if you want the discounted stuff, you're going to find way more of it at Disney Springs because we saw those same items not discounted at Epcot, for example, at Creation. So 
That was very interesting. So our tip for you is shop Disney Springs for discounts first, or at least check there if it's one of those sort of fringe items you think might be on sale. It's definitely worth a shot because they usually tend to have the same sort of bulk items are all around. Now let's talk about ride wait times. We're just talking about the regular times they post because last time after one of our trips a couple of months ago, we said, hey, the ride wait times that are posted are actually longer than the wait, which was great. Uh, unfortunately, this is no longer true. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Yes, we found, you know, so for example, we're walking up to Big Thunder and it said 15 minutes and the line was pretty much starting at the gate. And I said, there is no way this line is 15 minutes. This is a half hour line. And it was 35 minutes. And then again, what ride were you checking out? We were looking at Buzz Lightyear. And my favorite thing to do personally is ask the cast members because they know best. I just go, like, is this actually 20 minutes? And the cast member looks at me and she's like, no. <laughs> no, in no. that it's way longer than 20 yes. minutes. So Disney... Fix your wait times. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing, right? They're pretty good about their analytics now. So before the wait times were posted longer than they really were, so you feel good when you get there faster. Now you got a bunch of disgruntled guests because the wait time and the people behind us at Big Thunder, they were pretty upset. Uh, But I knew it was. uh, We stayed in line anyway just to see... Am I right? And I was off by five minutes. I said 30 and it was 35. So I was just upset because I wanted food and that was the last thing we were doing before lunch. And we also did the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. We do it every year. And the 2023 edition, I have to say, was actually better than past years. And they've all been good. They yeah, have... I found it a bit better this year. I don't know what specifically, but they definitely stepped it up. There were a lot of minor improvements. The first one I noticed was in the whole entrance. So when you come into the party and they have the big bus getting everyone to go to the right. So you go through that backstage area. There were characters on stilts this year. They looked like white snow women or something. I don't know what they were. There was a DJ. Snowflakes. DJ. Oh, that's right. Snowflakes. Okay, I just get it. There was a DJ spinning tunes there and stuff. That wasn't there last year. So I thought, oh, the whole welcoming entrance. Yeah, the ambiance was better than the... Yeah, the ambiance was really... Hey, here's a really, really crowded line that you're going to wait in. Okay, go in. Party's on. And the cookie and drink stroll was as good as ever. You know, still think it surpasses the Epcot one. And it's, well, free as part of your, what? I'm pretty sure they ran out of one of the cookies because I saw somebody else with a cookie that I was not able to find at one of the locations, which I had had last year. And that's the best one. Well, I won't blame them for that. That's the best one. So Disney, restock your gingerbread frosted cookie. Yeah, for all we know, we just... Double the stock, I want some. We just hit it bad and they were loading them up or something. And another, we talked about the foodie guide in the past. My favorite thing, we tested some items, was that gingerbread layer cake at Golden Oak Outpost. Pretty good. Very rich. I was stuffed by the end no, of the day. No, it wasn't. You were stuffed already. It was rich. <laughs> it was For me, I found the opposite. I found this is not as rich as I thought it was going to be. Let me just put it that really? way. Really? Yeah. You know, Golden Oak Outpost, which is over bes- beside, well, what will soon be Tiana's Bayou, at the very end of Pico's Bills, way at the end of the park over there. It's just a small little outpost. It gets overlooked a lot, but I find that at these parties... They had the great loaded fries, too. They had the great loaded fries. The, yeah, they have some of the best uh, specialty items during the party, so it's worth trekking over. I there. found it heavy. At least it was heavier than the cookies, I'll say. But, of course, on the downside, the party still had very long wait times, so we only did... A, like, we just don't bother anything over half an hour, so... 
Disney really needs to stop saying, you know, shorter rides as far as I'm concerned, because it's just not the case. Yeah, no, ours was a sold out event. So if yours isn't, there might be an opportunity yeah. for less wait times. But really, all in all, it's they're not that much shorter. So that was a good night. The next night, however, we were scheduled for the Jollywood Nights on December 16th. Well, let me tell you, that was the <laughs> winter tropical storm day. And it was just, you know, inches of rain falling all day. We were at Epcot in the day, drenched to the skin. And I actually said, you know what? I hope they cancel this because you're not going to be able to do anything. And they did cancel it. So I do agree with that. I don't hold anything against Disney. They would not have been able to deliver on anything. Exactly. It wouldn't be the same experience. And Hollywood was still closed at 8, which I found interesting that day. But... They really weren't able to run the party to the degree of advertising. Maybe they hadn't staffed it up because they thought they were having, like, for the same as just a normal park. Now, one thing that was an issue, they never notified us. You know, they sent a notice to travel agents. I still get those emails, so I saw that. But if you're just a guest buying tickets, they did not tell you the party was canceled, which is shocking. They did, however, refund your account. Yeah, on the plus side, I went in, checked my bank account, and boom, they're like within way before the party ever started, the money was already back in the account. So I guess at the end of the day, that's what matters. But I just find it odd. An email didn't go out because. I mean, the tickets disappeared from the My Disney Experience app. Yeah, the tickets were not in that. So anyway. So I don't blame them. We're going to have to wait till next year to check it out and maybe it'll be ironed out even more or it'll be interesting to see if it even is back next year. Now, we talked to a cast member about Genie Plus because we want to know. They've already told us they're changing it because everyone's complaining about the current way it works. But and what's it going to be? So one cast member we spoke to had a, an opinion on what it might be, which I hope it's not, but he was hinting. Do you remember what he was saying? Yeah, I, he did make a good point, but he was saying that perhaps it would be essentially the exact same, but if you have a resort reservation, you could book the night before your first one. Yeah, instead of 7 a.m. of Which the same Which is a day. minor improvement. His point was their biggest complaint is the 7 a.m., and I said, I agree with that, but you still can't plan in advance if it's just the night before. And he went on some of this long convoluted thing, which... Wasn't really making sense to me because he was saying they it's hard for Disney to plan 60 days out, but how can they plan the day before? Anyway, it doesn't make any sense what he was saying. I really hope the whole thing is not just, okay, you can book the night before instead. I hope they let us do a week in advance, at least of the first one for each day if you're staying on site. I don't know. I think his point was more so with ride like delays and breakdowns and everything. It's easier for Disney to plan if everything's happening the same way. That way they don't have to accommodate guests coming in hour after hour after hour that have already booked, you know, 60 days in advance. I was also probing him as an annual pass holder whether or not they're going to allow annual pass holders, at least who have a reservation at a hotel, to not have to book park passes next year. I didn't get a very encouraging response, but he said, you know, they're still working it out. Could happen is sort of the feeling I get. I really hope it does. Uh, But I wasn't as encouraged on that one. Now, one of the more interesting things that really bugged me that I hadn't noticed, but until now. Yeah, in a complete 180 from Disney in the early 2010s, French fries are near impossible to find. It is getting very hard to find French fries. A quick service with a burger. 
And it I, used to be literally every single thing you order. Yeah. Don't even order it. It comes with a side of fries. And they're not doing this, as far as I'm concerned, to be healthy. So, for, oh. for example, if you go to Pico's Bills now, it's French fries and nacho chips or taco chips, whatever you want to call them. They're good, but I just want burger and fries. They don't go together. And so then we're all at Epcot and then we're in, uh, we're at the, sorry, we're at the boardwalk, we're at the hotels, like some of the sit down restaurants, they still have burgers and fries, but they're way harder to find. We go into the big river on the boardwalk and then it's burger and chips, potato chips, chips, kettle chips. I don't want a kettle chip. And so it dawned on me, okay, it's really hard to find fries at Disney World now, which is really weird. But then I remembered... A year or two ago, I heard one of their cast members, one of the executives saying they're really trying to speed up efficiencies in serving quick service. So if you think about it, a bag of chips dumped on a plate or nacho chips made somewhere else put on a plate is way faster and cheaper than frying French fries all the time. Listen, if McDonald's can do it, Disney can do it. So I don't believe it's for health reasons. Of course it's not for health reasons. (laughs) I think it's for speed and money savings for Disney. So I hope it doesn't happen that they're gone completely except for table service or something I will just say, bring back French fries at the American Adventure Pavilion. That is a classic American staple. Where have they gone? Yeah, that was another one. Where have they gone? We go to the Regal Eagle Smokehouse. Oh, I'm going to get fries there. Nope, chips. I'm going, what the hell is with all the chips? That's not very American. No, come on. Know your audience. Potato chips and oh, goodness gracious. Anyway, and this one, the final thing we really noticed, also disappearing potentially, hotel lobby aromas. Shocking. Yes, and they're usually very, very strong and very, very distinct. So you notice right away when they're not there at all. Yeah, or I mean, there's a whole industry minimally. of people making pseudo candles that smell like this hotel or that. Well, we walked into the Grand where we we're staying, and I noticed right away there's no smell or or yeah. barely even gingerbread, which Start is normally making your strong. air candles, people. Yeah, and then we're in you know Yacht Club and all the other other hotels we were visiting. The hotel lobby aromas are very faint if they exist at all. I also noticed even at the candle places in Disney Springs, they don't have any more reed diffusers anymore. So I wonder if Disney is doing away with pumping scents in to the hotel lobbies. Because there is a school of thought that says it's not healthy for you, the way like the chemicals they use to create these things. Well, it's not necessarily unfounded. So there's other ways they can make smells and stuff, but uh, see if you notice, because we definitely noticed this is not the... I was thinking, it wasn't even the gingerbread for me. It was the grand. I was like, where is the scent? Yeah, I think it's a sad change all in all. So we'll see how that pans out. I hope they find an alternative to... I understand if it's a health hazard that's risking guest safety. Obviously don't do it, but I hope they find a safer way to get a similar experience. So we'll be watching for that. Let us know what you think as well. Well, there you have it. Ton of things we found. You know, it was a short trip and uh, we actually learned and saw quite a lot of new things and talked to cast members as they always like to get some information to share with you and uh, see if we're right about our guesses on things. Anyway, that's it for this week. Hope you have a happy holiday and a Merry Christmas, etc., etc. We'll see you again next week for our New Year's Week episode and have a magical day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.